Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If it takes four pitchers to throw a no-hitter, is it really a no-hitter? I'll get into that in a minute, but I have to start with the Knicks. The Knicks suck. I mean, I'm so tired of it. I know it's the same thing. It's getting old by now. You know, at some point, I hope in my career, and who knows how long that's going to last, but at some point, I hope in my career, I actually get to talk about a Knicks team that is actually good. But until then, it's just false hope and fake empty promises and mediocre players who continue to disappoint. Now, look, the Knicks have been off to a promising start. And then, obviously, you know, to get beat up by the way that they did by the Cavs with Donovan Mitchell is frustrating. To then get beat up by the Hawks last night like they did by DeJounte Murray, who goes out there and lights them up. These are two guys that were rumored to be, you know, future Knicks potentially. And the Knicks, of course, come up empty in both Regards And once Murray went to Atlanta, I was like, all right, well, maybe they focus all in on Mitchell. And Murray would have been the guy to get. Defensive guy. I mean, he had a career high, of course, last night against the Knicks with 36 points, just dominating in every aspect, six steals. That would have been the guy. They, they were interested in him. They just didn't get the job done. Same thing with Mitchell. Interested in him, just didn't get the job done. And then we have to look at a roster. And look, Brunson has been much needed. It's refreshing to actually watch a team with a real point guard. And Brunson is that. Now, is he the you know a top point guard in the league? No, I don't think Jalen Brunson is an all-star or is going to be one anytime soon, and you hope that he could be. And he's good, and he's much better than anything that they've had, but he's not that next-level superstar player that the Knicks are lacking. And then it comes down to the same type guys. Oh, and by the way, the turnovers last night. I mean, the Knicks can't have it. Well, they have 16, 17 turnovers, whatever it was. Can't do that. And Brunson did take accountability for that after the game, saying, I'm the leader, I'm the point guard. Can't do it. He had three on his own. And, of course, the turnover machine, Julius Randle, was at his old, uh, up to his old tricks again. He had four himself. You, It's the same thing with this team. Yeah, Brunson is there. Great. Fournier sucks. He shouldn't be on the, the roster. And it's the same two guys, Barrett and Randle. What are those guys going to give you? And the answer is not enough consistently. Randall has certain strengths. Shooting is not one of them. He had the aberration of a year a couple year ago, a couple years ago, where he was actually shooting well from distance. That's not the case. So what exactly does he do? Turns the ball over. He'll give you a good game occasionally, but he's not. There's no next level to Randall's game. Too many limitations. And with R.J. Barrett, young player, great attitude, great effort. Great promise, just not good enough. And again, can't shoot the basketball. And that's the problem 
for the Knicks in a nutshell. I mean, you could look at the bench and you could get on Emmanuel quickly, who, again, was supposed to be a shooter. And by the way he started out his career, Emmanuel quickly, I thought for sure, was going to be one of those guys who could light it up from downtown, be a combo guard, play him a little on the ball, play him off the ball to two, maybe be able to shoot and score a little bit. And look, Grimes is hurt, and you hope that he could be that guy, eventually take over the starting two-guard role from Evan Fournier. But they're way too inconsistent. Fournier, Barrett, Quickly, Randall, this is the problem. What are the Knicks? Ultimately, I mean, trash is probably too harsh. We know they've been trash for a long time. They're not that at this particular moment. But to get up, see, this is what's frustrating about this game. As we start to turn our attention now to other sports here, the fall, winter sports, whatever, with baseball being over, and look, I'm I'm getting into plenty of baseball today, not only the World Series in a little bit, but I want to get into the off, uh, the hot stove and the offseason with both the Mets and the Yangs. But as we start to turn our attention to pay attention to other teams in this town, obviously the football team is doing well, but you know, with hockey and basketball, now you start to take a look at the Knicks, and this is a game last night that I, for one, was excited about. Up 23, and I'm thinking, I hate the Hawks. I mean, who doesn't after what happened a couple years ago in the postseason? Trey Young and his hairline and all that stuff. And they're up 23, and I swear to you, I'm sitting there thinking, wow, this is actually going to be a good night for the Knicks. This is a good performance from this team at home, coming off of two losses, taking it to a team that is the caliber of the Hawks. This is a good sign. I like this. And before I could even let that thought sink in, the lead was gone, and the Hawks had flipped the script, and they were up big in the third quarter. And the Knicks inexcusably scoring th- uh, 10 points in the third quarter. I mean, you just can't have that. So, and, and look, I know the NBA is a game of swings and up 20. Really what my thought was, aside from, wow, could this Knicks team be actually good? I swear to you, the second thought was, let me jump in and get a live line right now on the Hawks. Or bet the Hawks second half. Now, I didn't do it, but that was the thought process because you knew they were going to come back but to come back in the fashion that they did and then end up smoking the Knicks in the process it's an embarrassment when will it end the answer is probably never or at least not as long as I'm alive I guess I'll always have to have the 90s and then that's it and it really is you know we're going to get to a point I don't know if it's going to be midway through this year at the end of this year We're going to get to a point where Leon Rose is going to be on the hot seat. Not by some fans and media, although that will be the case, but potentially by the organization as well because it's been years now. And the Knicks should be better than what they are. I'm not trying to completely bury them after seven games, but that type of loss, that is a horrible loss at home. And it's three in a row, and it's been emphasized, look, we know they can't compete with Milwaukee. But when you see Donovan Mitchell with the Cavs, when you see now Murray with the Hawks lighting them up, it becomes even more frustrating because you know the Knicks just don't have that guy. Barrett is not that guy. Randall is not that guy. Brunson is not that guy. The Knicks have a few solid to average players that's it I like Mitchell Robinson for what he is a defender a rebound machine he's got no offensive game 
And that's fine if you're going to get the offense elsewhere. They don't. They don't have enough. I thought the acquisition of Fournier a couple years ago was going to be a good one because I like the way he shoots the basketball. They needed more of that. It hasn't. It's been a disaster. He stinks. Way too inconsistent. And doesn't do enough. I mean, if he if you're not defending or doing really anything else out on the floor as Evan Fournier continues to do, I mean, he does nothing. Evan Fournier does nothing. He better at least shoot like Steve Novak used to. And he doesn't do that either. So what is his worth, Evan Fournier? And he's easy to pick on, but he's not the biggest problem. The bigger problem is the guys that they pay and rely to be stars aren't stars. That's Randall and that's Barrett. Brunson is doing his job so far. He's not perfect. He's not a superstar. He's doing his job. The other guys need to be better. And even the bench, Reddish has given them some good minutes this year. Obi Toppin has looked pretty good, specifically from shooting downtown. I know it's always talked about as a big part of his game. To me, he was never a good shooter. I think he's been a little bit better this year from what I've seen. And that could be another element. I mean, if they could actually find somebody that could knock down the three consistently, that would help. I want to see a lot more of Grimes moving forward as he gets healthier here. He only played five minutes last night. But that's a bad loss for the Knicks. It's a bad loss for a bad team. And they were playing well at home. Now they fold the three and one at home. But it also just shows you where they are in the landscape of the NBA's Eastern Conference. And it's not anywhere near good enough. Go through the teams. They just got spanked by three of them in a row. Milwaukee, best. Cavs, very good. Donovan Mitchell's got to be thrilled to get out of the Western Conference. I mean, think about it. It makes me sick seeing the Cavs up there. The Cleveland Cavaliers, who were supposed to be worthless after LeBron James left. Here they are again as a top team with terrific young talent. You saw what Atlanta could do. You know Boston's going to be good. I mean, are the Knicks even legitimately top 10? You'd expect Brooklyn to get better. No, they have to get a little bit better. All right, maybe Indiana, Charlotte. I mean, the Knicks are maybe going to battle for that 10 spot. Maybe Washington comes back down a little bit. But Philadelphia will get better. I expect Brooklyn to get better. Miami, I mean, the Knicks are, they're in no man's land, which is the worst possible place to be. They have a ton of draft picks. They have some solid players. And they're not going to be able to do anything with it. I'd rather them go back to, not that I want to see tanking because I don't, but either get the superstar or tank for the two superstar. And again, even they can't tank the right way. So I'm, and I'm not trying to lose games on purpose. I'm just saying I'd rather not be in between. But with the lottery, who knows? We've seen them get screwed before. The year that they should have had the number one pick, and they probably would have messed that up anyway and taken Zion. But at the, I mean, imagine how. And you guys, you know, some people think that sports aren't about luck. If the Knicks somehow, instead of a few years ago, fell into the second overall pick as opposed to the third overall pick, which, by the way, at the time where everybody was hoping and praying for Zion. At the time, it would have been, ah, oh. eh, they got the second pick. That sucks. 
all right, we'll take John Morant. Now, me personally, I like John Morant better than I did Zion. And I'm sure there were some people who agreed with me. But the point is, it would have been disappointing. You wanted the number one pick to have your choice. Whether you wanted to go Zion, whether you wanted to go John Morant, you wanted the number one pick. And the Knicks earned that number one pick by being the worst team in the league. And, of course, with their luck, they don't fall from one to two, which would have been bad enough. They fall from one to three. And don't even luck into John Morant because they would have, although knowing them, they would have probably taken Barrett with the number two pick, but they would have basically fell into John Morant. All right, sucks we missed out on the top pick with Zion, but you know what? We got John Morant. And think about how close, A, that was to becoming a reality, and B, what a difference that would have made here. It would have changed our lives as sports fans. The content that we discussed, the excitement that we'd had, it would change everything. And instead, we're talking about the same old stuff, whether they missed out on a superstar in the draft. And the guy that they get is clearly nowhere near that in R.J. Barrett. Forget superstar. He's not even an all-star. And they miss out on Donovan Mitchell, who wanted to be here, who would have loved to have been a Nick. They miss out on Murray, a guy who's not even a top guy, but a guy that had shown great promise and potential. The Knicks were interested, and they didn't land him. Maybe one of those guys that could have turned into a a superstar. You saw what he did last night. He could have turned into a superstar with the Knicks, but they don't get him either. It's nothing but disappointment with this team. And I don't know when it's going to change. 877-337-6666. Get into your Knicks calls on the other side and the no-hitter in the World Series. How about that? The Astros get a win in Philadelphia, and they no-hit the Phillies in doing so. The second no-hitter, asterisk, the second no-hitter in World Series history. But is it really a no-hitter if four guys have to participate in it? I don't think so. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.